0: Chapter Nine of Bill Nye's Cordwood. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Bill Nye's Cordwood by Bill Nye. The Earth The Earth is that body in the solar system. Which most of my readers now reside upon, and which some of them, I regret to say, modestly desire to own and control, forgetting that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Some men do not care who owns the earth so long as they get the fullness. The earth is five hundred million years of age, according to Professor Proctor but she doesn't look it to me the duke of argyll maintains that she is ten million years old last august but what does an ordinary duke know about these things so far as i am concerned i will put proctor's memory against that of any low-priced duke that i have ever seen newton claimed that the earth would gradually dry up and become porous and that water would at last become a curiosity many believe this and are rapidly preparing their systems by a rigid course of treatment so that they can live for years without the use of water internally or externally other scientists who have sat up nights to monkey with the solar system and thereby shattered their nervous systems claim that the earth is getting top-heavy at the north pole and that one of these days while we are thinking of something else the great weight of accumulated ice snow and the vast accumulation of second-hand arctic relief expeditions will jerk the earth out of its present position with so much spontaneity and in such an extremely forthwith manner that many people will be permanently strabasmused and much bric-a-brac will be for sale at a great sacrifice this may or may not be true i have not been up in the arctic regions to investigate its truth or falsity though there seems to be a growing sentiment throughout the country In favour of my going, a great many people during the past year have written me and given me their consent. If I could take about twenty good picked men and go up there for the summer instead of bringing back twenty picked men, I wouldn't mind the trip, and I feel that we really ought to have a larger colony on ice in that region than we now have the earth is composed of land and water some of the water has large chunks of ice in it the earth revolves around its own axle once in twenty-four hours though it seems to revolve faster than that and to wobble a good deal during the holidays nothing tickles the earth more than to confuse a man when he is coming home late at night And then to rise up suddenly and hit him in the back with a town lot people who think there is no fun or relaxation among the heavenly bodies certainly have not studied their habits. Even the moon is a humorist. A friend of mine who was returning late at night from a regular meeting of the Society for the Amelioration of the Hot Scotch said that the earth rose up suddenly in front of him and hit him with a right of way and as he was about to rise up again he was stunned by a terrific blow between the shoulder blades with an old land grant that he thought had lapsed years ago when he staggered to his feet he found that the moon in order to add to his confusion had gone down in front of him and risen again behind him with her thumb on her nose so i say without fear of successful contradiction that if you do not think that planets and orbs and one thing and another have fun on the quiet you are grossly ignorant of their habits the earth is about half way between mercury and saturn in the matter of density mercury is of about the specific gravity of iron while that of saturn corresponds with that of cork in the matter of density and specific gravity the earth of course does not compare with mercury in the matter of solidity yet it is amply firm for all practical purposes a negro who fell out of the tower of a twelve-storey building while trying to clean the upper window by drinking a quart of alcohol and then breathing hard on the glass says that he regards the earth as perfectly solid and safe to do business on for years to come he claims that those who maintain that the earth's crust is only two thousand five hundred miles in thickness have not thoroughly tested the matter by a system of practical experiments the poles of the earth are merely imaginary i hate to print this statement in a large paper in such a way as to injure the reputation of great writers on this subject who still cling to the theory that the earth revolves upon large poles and that the aurora borealis is but the reflection from a hot-box at the north pole but i am here to tell the truth and if my readers think it disagreeable to read the truth what must be my anguish who have to tell it the mean diameter of the earth is seven thousand nine hundred and sixteen english statute miles but the actual diameter from pole to pole is a still meaner diameter, being 7,899 miles, while the equatorial diameter is 7,925.5 miles. The long and patient struggle of our earnest and tireless geographers and savants in past years in order to obtain these figures and have them exact, few can fully realise the long and thankless job of measuring the diameter of the earth no matter what the weather might be away from home and friends footsore and weary still plodding on fatigued but determined to know the mean diameter of the earth even if it took a leg measuring on for thousands of weary miles and getting farther and farther away from home and then forgetting perhaps How many thousand miles they had gone, and being compelled to go back and measure it over again while their noses got red and their fingers were benumbed. These, fellow citizens, are a few of the sacrifices that science has made on our behalf in order that we may not grow up in ignorance. These are a few of the blessed privileges which, along with life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness are ours ours to anticipate ours to participate ours to precipitate end of chapter nine